George Clarkson's going to join us now. Jordan Clarkson joins us now. Jordan, congratulations on making the playoffs. Oh, man, appreciate it. Uh, good for us. <laughs> That's right. All right, I got to, uh, that, you, I, I described your move tonight the, the, as a kid who took his Halloween bag of candy and just dumped the whole bag. You just used every single thing in your whole, in, in your whole repertoire in one move. Take yeah. me through that play. Um, well, I mean, it was a few of them. We just kind of, you know, I'm just trying to make plays, get to the basket. Uh, you know, the guy kind of just made it, made me make the move. So I just did what I did and uh, just played off instincts. What's it been like to have all this noise around the team? Uh, I don't know. I'll be wearing uh, Beats and uh, Apple headphones, so I don't really hear none of it. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> I kind of keep to myself and... Uh, you know, make sure the guys in the locker room, we all still together and, uh, you know, keep rocking. Last time you were talking about music, I think you were referencing Tears for Fears or something <laughs> crazy. What are, you, what are you listening to this time? Oh, man. Uh, woo, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't think I can say the one that I want to say. All right, let's it's go. It's WWW. It's a, a country song. It's by some brothers. Uh, Whiskey and uh, uh, it's three W's. All right, if we'll you figure see it out. It, yeah. How nice is it to get this win, and particularly a close game? Um, it's good. Uh, I think we did a good job moving the ball, um, finishing defensive plays. You see Mike with like big rebounds at the end. Uh, everybody just uh, tapping in and uh, focusing on finishing the game. And you know we had to finish it in overtime, an extra five minutes. Maybe sometimes that's what we need. Uh, to finish them out, but um, you know, we're just happy to finish the game and, and get a win here on the home floor. Jordan, it feels like the 41 minutes against Golden State before things went wrong, and tonight we're two of the better performances we've seen out of the group. Does it feel that way? Uh, I think so. I think we all kind of play a solid uh, all-around game. I think we really, uh, like I said uh, yesterday, I think in media that we really starting to focus and, uh, you know, move the ball. Uh, pick up defensively. I think the communication is heightened more than anything with, uh, you know, everything going on that y'all say is going on. But I think our communication has uh, been great, and it's uh, turned up for us. All right, keep listening to your country music. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thanks. Jordan Clarkson. I can't say, David. I can't say what I want to say. I can't <laughs> say what I want to say. Jordan's the best. Uh, joining now by Tim Lacombe and Jake Scott. The Jazz have made the playoffs. Yes, they have made the playoffs. Good news. And they, I thought they, they, they did a great job tonight um, face, facing some adversity, uh, but down the stretch making the plays. You know, the, the game didn't end the right way. Um, you know, one missed block out there, but I like the way they got it out in overtime. And um, I, I actually tweeted out that Jordan Clarkson went kind of pistol Pete tonight. I don't know what he was doing. Some of those moves were crazy. They were amazing. They were crazy. Um, by the way, Jazz, uh, second win all season long while trailing by double digits in the second half. The other one I would point out tonight that I think, uh, I, I just feel good about this. I'm, I'm being a little sarcastic. But, like, the amount of three-pointers that are going in against us in the final two minutes of games right now, I'm glad to know that none of them will go in in the playoffs because it will regress to the mean. Like, between Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Jaron Jackson, they made 11 straight three-point shots against them. It's amazing. I know. And when, I mean, you actually brought up Job. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to that, you know. Some, 
some of that stuff you you can test really hard and he still makes a three, you know, um, and and that's where you just need a one to clang off the rim, get a rebound, and be done. By the way, one other one. I mean, there's a lot to this game. Uh, so teams go small against us. There's two ways you punish him. One is you get Rudy in the paint and you get the ball and he gets fouled and he actually makes his free throws, which he did tonight. And then two is that you get a ton of offensive rebounds because they don't have any bigs on the floor and they did that tonight. That, that's how we combat teams going small against us. Yeah, and I really like, you know, you bring that up, but you, you guys touched on this a ton. They loved being out in transition and rebounding their own misses. You know, that's, one of the, that's the way that they create opportunity. And I just like the Jazz kind of turned it back on them. They out-rebounded them um, by 10 and uh, by three on the offensive glass. So, uh, you know, I love when a team you know, like the Jazz takes strength from the Grizzlies, kind of takes it away and uses it against them. Okay, let's look at the big man here with Rudy and, and, and Whiteside combined in their numbers, their rebounds, their block shots. Um, as you just mentioned, that really makes a big difference. When, when they talked about it this morning, uh, when those guys run the floor, they create opportunities for others, but it seemed like tonight it was all about them. Uh, yeah, and we've talked about how good they are as a tandem. I mean, uh, I, I just love what they're able to do together out there. And, uh, you know, Hassan particularly was a guy tonight who I thought played with a little extra fire. And I like to see that, man. It's, it's that time, you know, it's basically play or go home. So I, I really liked Hassan's uh, energy tonight. Eight block shots. Some uh, very interesting also rotation things by Quinn Snyder tonight. Yeah, a little different, right? I mean, Rudy, Rudy Gay comes back because, of Brent, because they're playing two bigs at that point, exactly as he said he would. And then Daniel House closed the game instead of Royce O'Neal. And he was good. He took those shots and he played good D. Yeah. I like it when he gets knocked down after knocking down a three, but he still has to get up. Got to shoot the arrow, yeah, Ron. Got to shoot the arrow into the air. You got to shoot the arrow. Right. That's right. Hey, it's his brand now. You got to keep that rolling. That's what he's got. Well, I'm sure uh, this will be an interesting post game to listen to. Maybe a little relief coming from the players tonight. Hey, guys. Yeah. I'm sure glad you got to visit with us. You know what I'm really glad I get to do? What's that? Call playoff basketball. Yeah. There you go. Different vibe in the the arena. All right. Thanks, boys. You know what's interesting, by the way? What? Oh, I guess I'm still on. All Quinn Snyder said all year was, let's get healthy at the end of the year, and we don't care about seating. Okay? Well, here we are. Here we are. Let's see if they do it. Thanks, guys. See you guys. 121 to 115, Jazz win in overtime. We're breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, took overtime, but the Jazz got the win, one twenty-one to one fifteen over the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, coach Combe, Jazz had three players tonight over twenty points: Rudy Gobert with twenty-two, Clarkson with twenty-two, Donovan Mitchell with twenty. Rudy Gobert had a twenty-twenty night uh, to go along with those twenty-two points. He also had twenty-one w- uh, rebounds, six offensive boards, twelve of eighteen from the line for Rudy Gobert tonight, and uh, the Jazz played tough. Yeah, and I like the fact that they, uh, you know, they went out there uh, in a game that didn't necessarily like stack up perfect for them. Certainly not shoot, didn't shoot the ball great, uh, but they did the hard things. They got offensive rebounds. 
Um, you know, and they held the Memphis down on the offensive glass. And those are those are hard things to do. And then the way they shared the ball, you know, the Jazz with 23 assists tonight. Uh, Donovan didn't have his best night, but man, I'll tell you what, there was something to me in the way he blocked out down the stretch. You know, went and moved a guy, went and got a, a really big rebound to be able to stretch the game out in overtime. So, you know, some really good things uh, across the board from a lot of guys. For the Grizzlies, they got some good nights from some guys too. Jaron Jackson Jr. with 28 points tonight. I love that dude's game, uh, by Man, the way. He's, he's really good. I'm with you. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well tonight, but he is really good. Um, Tyus Jones was good with 24. Desmond Bain, who uh, continues to be really important from the, uh, for them, had 23. And, you know, this Memphis supporting cast has won a lot of basketball games without John Morant. They play really hard. And you can see why uh, they like what they've got and they've overachieved this year with or without their superstar. So they're 20 and three now, right? Yeah, right. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And, and so you take that win and you run with it, man. That's a, to me, that's a gutty win by the jazz. It's a really gritty win in, in the face of all the, the things that have been going on. Certainly one that I think could galvanize those guys. A really, really good one to walk. They away need with. something. Locke was just talking about it. Quinn Snyder's talked all year playing their best basketball when the playoffs arrive. Maybe they timed it perfect. I mean, it's like getting to the bus stop and like, Maybe. oh, my gosh, the bus is going to be here in two minutes. And they didn't play the perfect game tonight. Missed a bunch of free throws in the fourth. Um, obviously, Royce O'Neal had a tough time with the box out at the end of regulation. I mean, not the perfect basketball game, but it felt like their heart was in it. Is that is that no, overstating I, it? No, I feel, I feel the same way. And the other thing, you know, again, I don't want to belabor the point, but Memphis thrives in the open floor. The Jazz held them down in the open floor, you know, considerably. And then they also thrive on the offensive glass. The Jazz, again, take that away. So that's the way you beat teams. You take away the things they want to do, make them do something else. Uh, And the Jazz were able to be tough and grit through that thing and outlast a a very good Memphis team. All right, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our next broadcast is coming your way tomorrow night when the Jazz take on the Thunder of Oklahoma City. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got uh, sound from Coach Snyder and the players coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Underhand scoop to Conley. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win in overtime over the Grizzlies, 121 to 115. We'll get you sound from uh, Coach Quinn Snyder coming up here momentarily. But. As predicted before the game by the one and only Roaster Thomas, the Jazz get to 111 points, and that means free Arby's. Uh, this season, when the Jazz score 111 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich. The very next day, download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash scorepig to learn more. And, yes, we were sweating it because in, uh, in regulation, didn't look like the Jazz were going to make it to Arby's. But uh, overtime, put them over the threshold. Doesn't matter how you get there, Coach. I darn Rostradamus near. <laughs> strikes again. I darn near threw a chair. 
You guys about I about relive. Well, it. all those missed free throws. Oh <laughs> man, that's what it feels like to be a coach. You're just sitting there waiting for the promised land. Your roast beef. And you just can't finish the deal. I mean, the the clear path foul where Bogdanovich they got take points off the board. <laughs> they took points off the board, and then he missed the foul shots. <laughs> you know, what a great promotion, because we really do sweat it up here in the booth. I was watching Mutt Conley lay it up. All of a sudden, Boyan comes skidding in like Superman. Into the picture. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> but they got there. They got there all right. Uh, but he... Yeah, Bogdanovich. Well, it, uh, it was interesting because uh, Clarkson had a bunch of great plays tonight, getting the train back on the tracks here for a second. He might have been the Jazz best player out there. Not only that uh, play that David was asking him about, where he split the defender and had that wild layup, but he also had some great passes tonight and really played well. No, man, he was great and, and a ton of flair. You know, he had a, a, a layup tonight. I think everybody saw it kind of went up as he's going to go with one hand and Changed and flipped to the other hand. Really, really majestic move, I would say. Um, and seriously, when I first saw Pistol Pete, you know, I first saw him play, he kind of had the flair for the dramatic. That's kind of reminded me of that tonight with Jordan. Uh, Jordan finished tonight. Uh, let's see here. I want to get his box score. Jordan finished tonight with 22 points on 7 of 13, shooting 3 of 8 from 3, 5 rebounds. And I love this number, 5 assists from Jordan. Yeah, and how about the pass? I mean, he made that other pass to the corner where he kind of went behind his back. You it was know. awesome. Just he, he, I'm telling you, he was on another, in another time, in another place, in another dimension. Is that what Locke says? Something it like is that. what Locke says. Sorry, against the team that's the high energy team, tough to play against. Yeah, and and seriously, you know what Rudy said last week? The guy should be proud because yep. they went out there against a, a formidable, really formidable opponent, uh, and took a really good shot from him and really kind of outlasted him. That's that's a tribute to to the Jazz right now. All right, let's go down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Well, I, I think, you know, we were giving up a few things um, as part of how we were, you know, guarding. Um, and our guys just said, you know, let's raise it a level and let's execute. And... You know, Donovan, out of one of the timeouts, just took took our level up. You know, he pressured the ball like three or four straight possessions and made just everything hard. Um, you know, I thought that that carried over. You know, and it's it says a lot about the group um, resiliency. Yes, mental toughness. When you know you have a game that you feel like you're in control over, we miss some free throws, um, and then you. You know, you have a great defensive possession, they miss, and suddenly to put back and you're in overtime. Um, so the way that we reacted from that situation as well, um, you know, it says a lot about our group and um, and just a lot of good things tonight because we won the game playing defense. What did you see out of Daniel tonight that you like? You know, his, his length um, in a lot of situations, you know, has an impact. Um and his energy, you know, in, in both those, both those things, you know, he's, you know, like, like all of our guys, um, you know, want him to be confident in the catch and shoots. He hit a couple of good shots, um, but really our whole, you know, I, I just thought our whole group competed and our bench was really good tonight. You know, Jordan, Rudy, Rudy Gay, that is Ocho, 
Um, thought Hassan gave us great minutes as well. So it was good to see all those guys, you know, really step up. And that was that, you know, that stretch, you know, where I just thought there was, there was a lot of energy. And after, you know, after it goes to overtime, you know, it, it would have been very easy to just, you know, to be defeated. And that was exactly the opposite. Um, you know, so it's, it's a good win. Okay. Jordan's efficiency tonight, and you know, 22 points on 13 shots. What did you see? He, he did well. And, um, I guess yeah. Any different than what he's Yeah, I mean, I, he's. I think our whole group, you know, is, is knows um, that there's guys on our team that are capable of making plays, and um, JC's one of them. Um, so. I thought his, you know, we, we've talked a lot about his reads, um, you know, making quick reads and attacking and trying to play in space. There was one possession where he um, got a switch and just backed the ball way out and, and then attacked. And that uh, I think, you know, being mindful of playing in space is really important for our group. And he's a, you know, he's a willing passer. You know, the, part of being a, a scorer is, he, you know, you, you look at the rim and, you know, that's, um, that's something he can do. But, you know, as you said, I think, you know, all our guys are conscious of making the right play. And, you know, JC, you know, he did some really good things out there. And I thought he, you know, all of us, you know, we all defended, you know, the whole group and JC included. But, you know, when he is efficient like that, it just, as I said, our, our whole bench took us to, you know, another level. Dr. Gino Memphis is really thought for three rounds. JC, Mike Don, all at five plus three rounds. Yeah. How big was that? What does that mean to you offensively getting out right that's kind of formulaic, you know, if, if we can get, if we can gang rebound, there was a couple in the first half, you know, I thought we had a really good defensive quarter of the first half, except for a couple offensive rebounds that were loose balls, you know, there were longer ones. And, um, you know, when our guards, they may not get it. That's the thing, you know, but just being in the mix and tonight was about competing, you know, and the, the boards are an example of that. Um, you know, I mentioned both Donovan and Mike on the ball. I thought Donovan, you know, when he had that one stretch where he picked, you know, Tyus up and, and really just dug in. And that was the same mentality that I think those guys had on the board. Mike got it, you know, Mike got it one late in traffic. And, um, you know, we, we, we have to, you know, be like a pack on the glass. Um, one guy, we got to get physical and get bodies on people. And then even then, you know, we may have to tip it and go get it. Um, but the important thing is that we get it. There's jazz head coach Quinn Snyder and certainly a much more upbeat Quinn Snyder than we heard it even in the, in the pregame coach Lacombe. And he, he sounds happy with how his team executed tonight. I was trying to shoot a question down there, you know, just to see if he would have been pleased tonight with the way that the passes were delivered. <laughs> Did Rudy 45 get the ball to 27. <laughs> just for fun, you know, trying to add some levity. Um, no, he, he's got to be feeling better. And I think, you know, he, he said it. This is a big win. It is a big win. It's, it's the biggest win they've had in a while. There was something on the line, um, you know, ensures they're not going to fall into the play-in. And, um, and now, you know, Denver losing tonight, you know, just kind of start to look at what you might be able to do as far as matchups go. Um, so, you know, the Jazz take a big step tonight, I think, in a lot of different ways. 
But I like the fact that he said they won it on defense. You know, they did. I thought they, I thought they were the tougher team tonight. And that hasn't been the case, you know. And tonight they, they really galvanized, and I thought they were tough. And Memphis is tough. That's, Man, they're tough. You know, they're, they're a really tough team. So if you can go out there and play a tough game against that opponent, I, you know, people can say, oh, but Ja wasn't there until they're blue in the face. Memphis is still tough. And the Jazz played a tough, a tough game tonight. Again, not the perfect game. Made some mistakes still, but really tough. But but to be able to overcome some of those mistakes that maybe in the past guys would hang their head, you know, missing a block out at the end, it's not acceptable. You got to go get that guy. It's you know, it's what you got to do. But like Quinn said, they didn't come into the huddle dejected and already lost. They 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 fought, and I think there's something in that for them. You know, it was it was great to have to go through. Not for us because it was another 25 minutes, but it was great for the team to have to go through, you know, an opportunity to go win a game, like go pull it away from them, and they did. Well, just an example. Let's go to the uh, Master of the Glass, brought to you by Safe Lot Auto Glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light is also proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, Rudy is your master of the glass, and boy, was he a monster, obviously. 21 uh, rebounds tonight to go along with his 22 points, and six of those came on the offensive glass. But get this, Coach. The Jazz smashed Memphis on the glass 61-51. to 51. I don't know if that qualifies as a smash. That's but, a smash. But 10 rebounds is 10 rebounds. And they out-rebounded Memphis on the offensive glass 13-10, to 10, and offensive rebounding is uh, Memphis' bread and butter. So that's that's a big stat right there. And if you look a little deeper into the numbers, too, on, on rebounds, you take out Royce, who had two in 24 minutes, and Rudy Gay, who had thir- uh, one rebound in 13 minutes. Everybody else that played across the board had at least four. Um, and Rudy Gobert, obviously, 21 in uh, big rebounds. I mean, just absolutely huge rebounds. Down the stretch, that was the other thing we talked about, was the Jazz getting offensive rebounds, offensive rebounds, and scoring that's kind of been happening to them. So they flipped the script, and um, and that was great. They changed that momentum. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win in overtime tonight, 121 to 115 over the Grizzlies. So we'll get your sound from the players coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network, Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, Post Game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Your final score, Jazz beat the Grizzlies in overtime tonight, 121 to 115. Let's check out the points in the paint, brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. That's CERTA with a C, CERTA Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Uh, let's see here. Tonight, points in the paint. Uh, Jazz outscored the Grizzlies 56-40. Uh, to 40. That's a big number. That's the biggest disparity in that uh, stat category we've seen for a while. And, you know, we talked about the offensive rebounds, but certainly that's a, that's a byproduct of a, a lot of hustle. And then, you know, guys playing downhill, going through contact. You know, it's a big part of why they had success in the first half, turned it over a bunch, but they were able to kind of do a better job in the second half of taking care of the ball. 
Yeah, and it felt like uh, Jordan Clarkson did a nice job getting to the rim. Rudy did a nice job uh, finishing, cleaning up the boards. And uh, I don't know if we've talked about Hassan Whiteside enough yet here on the uh, postgame show because he had a double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds. But get this, four block shots and played with an incredible amount of energy. When when Hassan's got it going, man, it, it benefits this team. And you said it tonight, man. When he when he really goes, it's uh, it's a great thing for this team because he's very good. You know, he he made some blocks tonight. Um, you know, made some some really astute plays defensively to step over and and kind of sniff out a backdoor rotation. He he was he was just locked in. And uh, when he and Gobert together out there um, as a tandem, you don't ever really get much of a relief. You know from from big guys that want to block your shot and and dunk on you. Speaking of Rudy, let's go down to the media room. It's time to hear from uh, the Jazz Center. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a week ago, we probably don't win that game, you know, and don't win that overtime. So uh, just the trust. The trust, the communication that we that we had, uh, the intensity that we had uh, down the stretch. You know, it's uh, you get a chance to win every night when you do that. And Memphis made some tough plays, made some tough shots. They got a, I mean, they got a, the air about a shot and got a lucky bounce, you know, and sent it to overtime. But uh, I felt like we we competed and we we, we played the right way from down the stretch and we. The, the the ball moved, um, you know, and uh, it's a different game for sure when when we do that. Uh, team effort, team effort. I mean, they were really try to space me out uh, and uh, and play the the pop with uh, Jaren Jackson and. Uh, you know, we just had to communicate and uh, and you know make them earn anything they could earn. And uh, I thought we did a great job rebounding. You know, this is a team that uh, historically is good in offensive rebounds, and uh, obviously Stu Adams was out. But I thought we did a great job, even the whole game. Uh, you know, keeping them off the glass, and it's uh, it's five guys. You know, it's not just one. It takes five guys to uh, to do that. You, you said you don't think you would have won this game a week ago. What's changed in the last week? I think our mindset, you know, our mindset, our communication. Um, we, we always, you know, when you communicate during the game and you, when you communicate when things get hard, it's uh, we're, we're a different team. And, and and we've done in the past, you know, we just had a stretch when, you know, we were kind of getting frustrated from losing and then, you know, it was kind of like a snowball effect, but we were able to, you know, kind of like sit together and, and, and realize that we have a great opportunity. And also that, you know, despite all the talk and everything, everything that that's, that's happened, uh, we have a great group of guys and, you know, be able to realize that we got to embrace the moment. We got to enjoy the moment. Uh, you know, and we gotta make the most of that opportunity. Uh, I think it's something that really, you know, kind of like struck us. And you know, we, we we do have a great opportunity, and I think it would make it even, in a way, even sweeter after everything uh, that happened this year. 
big performances tonight out of Hassan, JC, Daniel. Mm-hmm. What did you see from bench guys in terms of kind of keeping the energy going? They brought the energy, you know, and, and today that's all we need. Obviously, the shots go in, the shots don't go in, but actually when the, when you play with energy, the shots going to go in more often. And then that's what we did tonight. You know, guys came in and diving on the floor. I mean, we we are running the floor, moving the ball, attacking. Um, it's, a different, it's a different type of game. It's a different type of energy. And, and then when, when you know, we, we feed off that energy, you know, the, the guys that obviously play, play a lot more minutes, we feed off that. And, you know, when, when we have that, it's, uh, it's, it's more fun. You know, it's fun and, and you just want to leave it, leave it all out there. You know, win or lose. Uh, and it's, uh, that's the way we got to, we got to be on that, you know, and, and I'm sure we will. There you go. That's uh, Rudy Gobert, a man. 2020 game from Rudy tonight. 22 points, 21 rebounds in 34 minutes, 12 of 18 from the line. I'll tell you what, Rudy did a nice job forcing the issue. When he gets the ball uh, down, you know, with position, it's tough to do anything except foul him. And how about, you know, he compared it to last week, said if this was last week, we probably wouldn't have won that game. And certainly not the overtime. So, um, you know, great, great stuff from Rudy right there. All right, let's go back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Daniel House. Obviously, the intensity was crazy down the stretch. What were you just trying to bring in those last few minutes? Um, energy. We needed energy. Uh, a few games we didn't finish uh, as a team the, the last six minutes. Uh Kind of got together and talked talked to each other and coached each other uh, through this last six minutes through this part of this game. We can always talk about how important this transition play is, and you're kind of sprinting down the floor on both ends. How difficult is it to kind of keep that focus and energy even when you play kind of as much as you did tonight? And how do you think you were successful at that? I, I don't think it's difficult because it's just it's creating creating floor spacing or an easy and easy opportunities for myself or someone else. So. Um, it's just being a selfless, it's just a selfless part of uh, what the team needs. So, um, like I said, when I joined here, uh, so my first 10 day, I'm just coming here to contribute uh, whatever I can give to the team, whatever we need that night to make sure that, that we can come out on top. So tonight we came out successful. Is there a story behind your um, Arrow three-point celebration? My sons. I got, um, I got four children. Uh, I got my daughter, Ava House, Daniel House, the fourth. Brady House and then Daria House. So we, uh, my sons are really, they really big into Spider Man. And then uh, of course we watch a lot of the rings, and then they like all that type of stuff. So Legolas was bow arrow because we shoot threes, and then uh, kind of took the Spider Man joint with it and put it with it because we just made it up together. So it's just something I do in in celebration for my my kids, my family. Yeah. What was can you tell us about that? I just released a, a slight EP called Legolas. I got, um, like, it actually came out yesterday. So um, I'm, I'm really excited. Tune in. I'm going to have the other version up pretty soon. So uh, you can play it even around your kids and stuff of that nature. So um, uh, give me reviews. Shout back, shout back at me. Um, I'm, I'm always looking for some critiquing. Yeah. What's the backstory? Um, really, to be honest with you, all right. I started rapping because because it's certain stuff that people say to people and you can't really, in my position, you can't say nothing back 
or entertain the noise. So instead of entertaining the noise and scrolling on Instagram, doing something wrong with my miscellaneous time, I put it into something that that can be constructive, that can earn more revenue, that can uh, that's also another business for me to keep me focused and locked in. So when I leave basketball, I gotta go to another job, which is good for me. The more stuff I'm doing, the more trouble I'm out of. So. It's really important because it's just like I said, it's the effort, the energy, the it also it puts it puts like, oh, dang, he, he not coming, even if if he get hit. So I got to hurry up, get the shot off. So that you put that on a player's mind, they're rushing that shot. So now they're not comfortable. So all I'm just trying to do, like I said, just just give the team whatever. And, and that's one of the things that we be trying to tell each other. Don't get hit on the screen. Navigate through the screens uh, so we can stay in our coverage and, and, and play the way that we need to play and keep the matchups. Oh, like you said, postseason coming up. Uh, I'm a part of something that's bigger than myself. Of course, of course, I came in with other teams that was some a part of something. But I like this this opportunity that I'm given um, and a chance that I that I, I have to reprove myself after I would say the chaos from the last stop. You know, so I'm looking at this opportunity, this venture as 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 a, a real fresh start. You know, I said it in Houston, but I was still there. You don't technically get a fresh start with the same taste in your mouth. So coming here, getting a, getting a fresh taste in my mouth, learning, getting comfortable is, is really huge. And it's going to play a big part coming down to postseason. So and shout out to the fans, uh, the fans. They, they always do an excellent job of, of getting into the game giving us energy and try to give us life. So shout out to the, to the fans. When you first signed here, could you have envisioned playing in overtime in one of the last games of the year against nah, nah. Memphis Grizzlies? No, nah, I was on a 10-day. I was on a 10-day, so it was like one day at a time on a 10-day. And so, then, so what's going through your head tonight now? We won a game. Uh, we got to win some more. Uh, <laughs> that's it. And prepare for the place, uh, postseason. Dang. Yeah, yeah, this, this game is good. It feels really great, but we can't harp on, on on this because, of course, we still got a few more games left, but the big bigger picture is coming up. So just stay focused one game at a time. Not Don't get too far ahead of ourselves. There's Daniel House, and uh, he was very good. Finished the game tonight, played uh, uh, the entire overtime period, 29 minutes. Nine points, three boards. He had an assist as well, three of eight from the field, two of six from three, but uh, played with a bunch of energy. And we found out uh, why he likes the bow and arrow celebration. He and his kids are fans of Legolas. I love me some Legolas. The Lord of the Rings. I learned that. I learned what Legolas was in the break there from our resident. Jeff is a big fan. Lord of Thou Ring. Jeff always struck me as a Gimli guy, though. My precious. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Hey, we talked about this. We talked about this a couple of times. It, that's that's going to be a role—a player that can go out there and guard the other team's best player, play hard with energy, and then take and make shots. And if Daniel House proves he can do that, he's going to find a place in the rotation. And you've got a guy who's done it right in the playoff series for a team. It actually done it to you. You know, House was—he 
was big in those in some of those series. I remember thinking, looking him up in the like, who is this guy? Um, but now we know who he is, and and I agree with you. I think he he is definitely a very versatile tool for the Jazz to be able to use in the playoffs. Want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear, $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator now. Jazz win. They clinch a playoff spot with a win over the Grizzlies, 121-115. to 115. Uh, also helpful that Minnesota lost tonight somehow to Washington. Go figure. And the Jazz will not uh, have to play in the play-in situation, so obviously a big win. Post game brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru on the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique store to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Coming up next, more player sound for you right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night, post-game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post-game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz win 121-115. to 115. They beat the Memphis Grizzlies. They clinch a playoff spot. Though did not clinch the sixth seed necessarily. Could finish with five or four, actually, depending on tiebreakers and how things go these last couple of games. But they will indeed, Coach Lacombe, avoid the play-in scenario, which is important. I mean, it gets you a little extra rest, and obviously you don't put it uh, on the line before you need to. Yeah, no, that was that was the biggest thing that came out tonight. Obviously knew the magic number was two uh, with the Wolves, as I like to call them, those pesky timber wolves. Um, but the, the number was two. They end up losing, surprisingly, in the Jazz win, so... That is nice to know that you're not going to have to go through that route, right, to win. And and now, honestly, you can start looking at now matchups. You're you're there. Now you kind of see, hey, do we want to exert ourselves, try to get here, uh, just kind of see how it works out now. The Timberwolves not only lost to the Wizards tonight, they got smoked 132 to 114. They gave up 132 points at home to the Wizards. Yeah, that's that's not. That's rough. Yeah, that's not what you want in that situation. And the Nuggets lost at home tonight to the Spurs. I saw that too. 116 to 97. So kind of a weird night in the NBA. It just goes to show you, you really never know what to expect. The Lakers are getting blown out. I was, uh, we were having the, oh yeah, the Lakers aren't even going to make the playoffs. They're losing right now to the Suns, 109 to 88. I was having the conversation with Ben today on our show on the Zone Sports Network about whether or not uh, the Jazz would have to win because uh, Ben was saying he didn't think that Minnesota was going to lose again and that the Jazz would have to find a way somehow to beat Oklahoma City and Portland, and there was a chance they wouldn't do that. And then, bam, just several hours later, it's like, well, never mind. The Jazz are in. Yeah, so, you know, that's the beautiful part about having to play the games. You got to go do it. You know, never goes exactly the way you might think. Um, But most importantly tonight, I think the Jazz – you know, whatever the last couple of days brought, certainly Quinn addressing it for 20 minutes, it meant something. Um, but maybe that's something, you know, that there's a breakthrough. The guys definitely played hard tonight, and as we mentioned, against a very physical team, that kind of took it to them. And they had a good practice yesterday. 
by all accounts. And there has been a lot of practice times kind of been at a premium these last couple of months. So maybe that helped a little bit too. Um, let's take a look at the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A one app. This is something that nearly cost them the game tonight, by the way, shooting foul shots. They're going to have to uh, keep an eye on that going forward. But the jazz tonight were, uh, from the line, get this coach, uh, 29 of 43, 67%, but they attempted 43 foul shots. And, uh, the, the Grizzlies were 24 of 29, 83%. Rudy himself was 12 of 18 at the line tonight. Donovan was seven of eight. Clarkson was five of six. And they missed a bunch in the fourth quarter. Really, this game should not have gone to overtime if they, uh, made those threes. But how about that going to the line 43 times? It's awesome. Again, it shows toughness, you know, it shows resolve and grit. And, um, and I love everything about the number. The other number I love, I always look at it, uh, the Jazz make as many free throws as Memphis took. Um, that's always a great number, too, to look at. All right, let's go back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jordan Clarkson. Low TV, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, um, good. I think it's good for us to win. Uh, you know, whatever is, whatever we talked about it. Like I said, we figured, you know, get whatever it is off our chest. Uh, we've been talking though, so it ain't it ain't like nothing new to. I think the communications is heightened. Uh, I think it's it's better for us kind of to be that way as well too. With Quinn and Rudy, we're talking about kind of the importance of the guys coming off the bench, yourself, Daniel, Hassan, like kind of keeping that energy going. Was that kind of a, a conscious mindset to, to kind of keep these at that level? Um, yeah. I mean, I think we started to come in there playing high energy. Uh, I think we came in there, we was we was down maybe like eight. Uh, when we had our full group in there, uh, the second unit. But, uh, you know, we were just out there getting stops, running, uh, scoring in transition and, and converting. Uh, I think during that time, I don't think we had many turnovers. Uh, I think we rotated well defensively, forced them in a tough shot. So um, that group was just big energy. I think you've seen after house dunk, me and Mike jumping half court. Uh just everybody, you can just kind of feel it. Uh, just helping to, you know, if they if starters get off to a slow start or we just need energy, that's that's what we got to bring. That's what uh, that's what our jobs are. You have a game where you're up 11, down 11, got the game one two or three times in recreation, got it over all the time. Get a bounce for Tyus Smith in LA and come out and win that game, tough that game out. How much can something like that, you know, help you going in Oklahoma City and then going forward and then Uh, I mean, that's, it sucked because, you know, like that play where Kyle gets like the rebound, you know, all that stuff happens and you just like, dang, like, <laughs> we just can't catch a break. And then, like you said, Tyus goes, missed the layup. I think, um, you know, it's good for, you know, us confidence-wise to win this game. Um moving forward into the playoffs, knowing, you know, we clinched already, but um, I think for the morale, us talking, uh, us figuring it out, us can continue to communicate, uh, I think it's good for us to, you know, pull this one out and, you know, catch some breaks like that. You know, Tyus had a 
uh, a layup to make it, and you know he missed it. But uh, we, everybody just converted free throws and made it happen. Then close the game. You take us through your, I guess, your hand switching layup that you had in that first quarter. Man, I, honestly, I just play off instinct. I kind of just felt, uh, you know, that was, I did it in the first half. Might as well try it again and <laughs> it worked again. So <laughs> stick with it, stick it, stick with it is. I was going to ask kind of as a follow up to that, you had a really efficient shooting night. You had a couple of beautiful passes to the song for mm. that play. You have nights like tonight and night where you just are like kind of in flow state or something like that. Uh, yeah. Like I said, we've been uh, talking, communicating, uh, watching film, doing different things. Um, you know, I know I got to make plays. Defense is going to do different things uh, to us. Um, you know, just got to keep making everybody better, keep moving the ball, uh, and take over shots when we got them. So I think that goes for everybody on the team. I feel like that's what we've been preaching these last days. Um, yeah. I think it came all together uh, today, especially defensively. Jordan Clarkson, who was uh, really terrific tonight, had a had a great game, made some just electric plays, 22.7 of 13 shooting, very efficient for Jordan, three of eight from three, five rebounds and five assists. Don't think you could say enough about him tonight. No, and his, uh, his temperament's always so good, you know, he's even keel. And he goes out there and plays, he goes out there and plays to win. You know, uh, I, I thought... The way that he t- he described that layup really describes him. He he plays off of instinct. You know, I think everything he does off of, is off of instinct, and um, you know made some awesome plays tonight. Really, really fun plays, but also some big shots. And uh, you know, got to the line six times, five rebounds, doing a little bit of everything, five assists, doing every little bit of everything to help his team win. I know this is such a cliche, but I can't think of a better one right now. It's coming up on eleven o'clock. Who knows? But he he seems to me like such the X factor for this team. Like, not that they can't win if he doesn't play well, but it's a lot harder. And when he plays really well, it seems like this team plays really well. And, and it's all, you know, so in, interconnected, too, because you talk about ball movement and you talk about everybody being a weapon and, you know, everything's got to click. And when Jordan is a nice piece of that and everybody else is doing their thing, it's, it's, it's beautiful basketball. And I think it's what Quinn's been kind of longing for all year long is to, to you know, hit that plateau where they they feel like they're you know playing their best basketball and tonight is they didn't you know it wasn't a, mo- a beautiful game in the you know in the way that it was a little more rugged but I'll tell you it was beautiful the way they competed and I love their toughness and grit. Yep, absolutely was was kind of a a game that maybe as a tone setter maybe that's a good way to play differently with a different vibe and a different energy and uh not perfect but i the stat of the night for me tonight is is 43 free throws i mean that i think that says a ton i mean and, and the other stuff you know the block shots eight block shots um this is not a team that steals a lot of basketballs but they had eight tonight so you know a lot of those energy stats those hustle stats are up and that's a great thing to see remember the old hustle board oh, i love the, the old arena? hustle board man yeah Feels like tonight would have been it's up there by Karate's kids. One of the <laughs> Karate's kids. <laughs> I love it that uh, that the old yeah, only the old school jazz fans out there listening to this show got that joke. But that uh, yeah, right next to Karate's kids, it was awesome. Sean Karate, wow. Uh, but yeah, tonight felt like a hustle board night. We would have been watching the hustle board and and seeing those things rack up. And and when things get tough, seriously, is it's so easy 
to not, you know, put out that effort because, you know, uh, what's it really going to do for me anyway? There was there had to be a lot of trust tonight, and I thought, you know, it was interesting. Everybody you've heard so far talked about trust, and I think as long as there's trust within those four walls, that's all that matters. Karate skits. You remember it. <laughs> I do. Right. I remember exactly what you're talking about. All right. Uh, Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. Jazz win. Clinch a playoff berth, 121 to 115 in overtime over the Grizzlies. Coming up next, we'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Shoulder bumping. I think we should uh, go out with a shoulder bump tonight, Coach. What do you think? I thought we already we did. part ways. Uh, Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. There's a guy, David Locke, with the play of the game. Brought to you, as always, by uh, Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Jazz get a win in overtime tonight over the Grizzlies, 121-115. to They clinch a playoff spot as a result. Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. MarkMillerSubaru.com. Tonight, the Jazz were led by uh, Jordan Clarkson, who had 22 points in 31 minutes coming in off the bench, 7 of 13 shooting, 5 boards, 5 assists as well for uh, Jordan to go with those 22 points. Rudy Gobert with another dub, uh, another 20-20 game, 22 points, 21 rebounds. Uh, six of those boards on the offensive side. Rudy was 12 of 18 from the line as well. Donovan Mitchell tonight had 20 on 6 of 24 shooting. Uh, but Donovan, how about this? Nine boards and five assists for Donovan. We haven't talked a ton about him tonight. He didn't shoot the ball particularly well. But I thought he played well in the fourth quarter, and you've got to love the nine rebounds and five assists. Those are great numbers for Donovan, and, and they say that about great players, right? You're not going to be on every night shooting the ball, but how do you find other ways to impact the game? I thought Donovan did that tonight. He had a couple of good box outs as you and I were, were watching the game, a couple of hustle plays, and found a way to, to have an impact, even though it wasn't necessarily his night scoring the basketball. Yeah, he was, um, you know, he was where he, he didn't shoot the ball great, but outside of that, he, I, I thought he made really good decisions. Fourth quarter, you know, he, he attacked when it was time to attack. But he also, you know, found ways to get guys shots, which is what great players do. And um, I, I just liked his competitive edge. I thought his rebounding particularly and, and the physicality of his rebounding was what kind of stood out to me. Uh, this just in. Let's see here. Let's get the final. The Lakers have lost to the Suns tonight, 121 to 110. It just happened. Just went final. And that means it's official. The Los Angeles Lakers, even with the play-in, have been eliminated from the playoffs. How about that? that? That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Um, and, and interesting, no, no LeBron tonight. Uh, couldn't, couldn't go. So uh, the Lakers will not even be in the play-in scenario. They're out. Man, I don't see what they do going forward. They just don't have the assets either. And Russell Westbrook's contract is going to be pert near impossible to move off. What a disaster. I know uh, Jazz fans have been a little bit grumpy and, uh, you know, been plenty to be grumpy about, I suppose. But this is still a team 
who clinched a playoff berth tonight and has an opportunity to not only win a series, but even a couple if they get their act together. Meanwhile, the Lakers, who some, including LeBron James himself, consider a title contender, not even going to make the playoffs, not even going to be in the top 10 in the West. That's you incredible. saw that he, uh, I guess, you know, social media, but uh, I, I guess he deleted his tweet that he did, you know, hey, keep laughing about our, our keep team. Keep doubting us, keep all that. Keep doubting yeah. us, all that. I, I, that one got ripped out there today. He went back and deleted that. He deleted huh? that. So what's the sensitivity of, uh, of uh, folks out there these days? It's all right. Bron, you had confidence in your team. It didn't work out. You don't need don't need to go back and erase anything. I'm not sure it's all right. I think it's out there. I think, yeah. I mean, you, maybe you shouldn't have had that confidence in your team, but I don't think anybody's really going to blame you for having confidence. No. I suppose. But uh, the Lakers eliminated. That is uh, that is crazy. And and honestly, the big news for the Jazz tonight: they clinched that playoff spot and are not going to be in the play-in scenario, which I I think is. Uh, a big deal and a good thing. Well, and the Nuggets lose, right? That's another good thing that happened. The Jazz uh, fifth right now by a half a game. So um, putting themselves in a spot where, you know, we're talking about them, they could be anywhere really three through six, three through, you know, hoping they wouldn't fall into play, and that's gone now. So now it's just a matter of uh, figuring out who you're going to play and get prepared for the playoffs here in the last couple games. Yeah, and and things (laughs) – Believe it or not, because everything was coming apart, you know, it felt like yesterday or the day before or whatever, but not a whole lot has changed. This is still a very talented Jazz team. They're still really good when they do the right things out on the floor, and there's still a tough matchup for really most teams in the league. And I, I mean, you know, I'd still favor them against both of their most likely first-round matchups, despite what we've seen recently. The Jazz are good. They're a good basketball team when they're all pulling in the same direction. And that, and the playoffs inherently bring that out. I mean, you made, you and I are talking, it should. right? And that, that's, that's the pinnacle. That's where careers are made. It's where contracts are re-upped, those ty- types of things. Those where your imprints are made. So really, really a big thing for, for this organization. And um, I'm with you. I think the goal all along has been to play their best basketball toward the end. Obviously they're, they're, we're here. Uh, and tonight's a, a step in the right direction. That, that competitive edge and spirit that was required tonight, you know, it was good. And they beat a very, very good basketball team, very well-coached basketball team, too. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you before we turn the page on this one. Well, not, uh, not much time to enjoy it. A quick turnaround um, tomorrow night, and we'll see the, uh, the Thunder, who are eliminated from the playoffs. So uh, an opportunity for the Jazz to, to chalk up another win. Be interesting to see, you know, how the the next couple of games the Jazz approach these, um, and and from a rest health standpoint, that sort of thing. But uh, really good contributions tonight from the bench. I thought House was was really a difference maker tonight. Made some big plays, and then um, you know the old faithfuls and Rudy getting a twenty twenty was fun to watch. Uh, Donovan kind of having the game on a string was also very fun to watch. So happy for those guys to get a win. Looking forward to tomorrow night. Want to say a big thanks to everybody involved. Thanks to David Locke and Ron Boone. Terrific work calling all the action as usual. Thanks to our broadcast assistants. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru, title sponsor of the post-game show. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. 
MySubaruIs.com. And, of course, Coach Combe had so much fun tonight. Let's do it again tomorrow. All right, man. I'll be here. I'll be here on time, too. I promise, Jeff, I'll be here on time. 121 to 115 is your final. The Jazz beat the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. Our next broadcast coming your way tomorrow night. The Oklahoma City Thunder are in town. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. And you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.